So if the last couple of weeks have been the Sharp End podcast, this one is the Devon Live, Herald Express, Yellow Army, Sharp End, last game of the season, Mugwumps podcast <laughs> to end them all, isn't it? <laughs> I wondered how you were going to go further than the Sharp End. Yeah, but, it's uh, the um, sharpest end. It's, it is. It's... Yeah, if you've just emerged sharp from is sharp. Bear yeah. Grylls Island or something like that, Talker United play North Ferriby at Plainmore on Saturday with a 12-15 kickoff. Yeah. Get that set in your mind. Speaking of somebody who has missed an early kickoff before, yeah. I'll there's tell a very smart later breakfast on. going on at Plainmore at 10 o'clock in the morning. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Where oh, um, tempted. You have to have um, uh, bought your tickets and all that kind of stuff. It's sold out, so I understand. Not a breakfast of champions. Yeah, no, it isn't. I think glasses of prosecco apparently are. Really? Uh, yeah, exactly. This is a bit hot market, isn't it? Well, I think it's basically, you know, uh, if uh, you pay your money and you take your choice. Yeah, but I good luck you, to all of those people who are turning yeah, up at ten o'clock in the absolutely. morning. I thought you had prosecco for breakfast every morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only with smoked salmon. But we play North Ferriby and play more on Saturday today and finally the permutations become much clearer don't they they're a lot clearer than they were last yeah. <laughs> when we sat down here a week ago if we win we're fine correct if we draw we might be fine correct and if we lose uh, we have to rely have on everybody to rely else to fall flat else. on their faces yeah so it's yeah. It, it's it's pretty clear and we're, if you think that there's a big game at Playmore on Saturday and there is uh, and I'm hearing all sorts of predictions, uh, both inside the club and outside the club, of what sort of a gate there might yeah. be there on Saturday. The more, the merrier, obviously. Yes, indeed. You imagine what it's like at York, uh, what it's going to be like at York against Forest Green. This is a club that was a football league club only uh, last yeah. season, um, and uh, a, a, a club very like United in lots of ways, similar size, uh, lots of great proper people there and they are contemplating a home yeah. game against third place Forest Green Rovers which they must win and this is um, the game that BT have chosen and BT it? have chosen yeah. that match For the uh, like carrion crows over a, yes. <laughs> over a, 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 a piece of meat um, uh, so that, that, that's a huge one and the other one of course is Geisley uh, home to Solihull Moors. Has anybody got a clue what Solihull Moors are going to do from one Absolutely week to the none. next? Absolutely um, none. We all thought they're they safe were, now, aren't they? They, they are, are safe. safe. We yeah. all thought they were completely safe. Yeah. Then they weren't. They took a nosedive. Then they, they went on a, a, a talky esque run. Mm, quite. They? Yeah. And they're now okay. And of course, we mustn't forget in all of this, uh, Braintree, um, who could still get out if they can win away to Aldershot and hope that other results go in their favour. Of course, now United beat Braintree on Easter Monday. That's the game I would have gone to. If I'd been Lord BT, I yeah. would have gone to Aldershot Braintree. Yeah, there I you think are. that'll be an absolute And cracker. Woking, who aren't completely safe yet, I mean, mm -hmm. they ought to be. They've got 52 points, uh, um, uh, but their goal difference isn't great. Um, they're away to Dagenham. I mean, it would create an awful lot of it would need an awful lot of other results to go against them for them to go down, but it's not beyond the realms of possibility. And Dagenham are um, safe in the playoffs, so although uh, they could get themselves a, a home match in the first leg, couldn't they? There are still things to play for for them. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, in the playoffs, Tramere are in, Forest Green are in, Dagenham are in, Aldershot um, uh, are in, barring uh, uh, Dover going to Barrow, who are seventh and can't get in now, but. Uh, um, uh, and having a huge win there, yeah. and Aldershot falling uh, down at home to Braintree at home. Uh, so uh, at home to Braintree. So, you know, you'd think Aldershot were in there. And as things stand, it's looking like a Tranmere Aldershot and Forest Green v Dagenham 
playoff semi-finals, but that's as little concern to it's us. Indeed. Um, so it, let's concentrate on the other end of the table. And it is absolutely black and white on Saturday, isn't it? It's either triumph or disaster. If we can call survival a triumph, but it is triumph or disaster yeah. for us on Saturday. And I don't it? know about you, lads, but I, I, I think I think it's absolutely uh, uh, to Torquay's advantage that they go into the game having to win. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think if if United were kicking off against. Um, at North Ferriby on Saturday, uh, knowing that a draw was enough. I mean, I know, you know, obviously that would technically be a better situation than than, than you're in. But I don't like games when you go in thinking, well, a draw might be enough. Uh, I, I think it's almost better that United kick off on a twelve fifteen, yeah. uh, knowing that the only way that that everybody can be celebrating on uh, at midway through the afternoon. I was about to say tea time. Um, uh, is with three points. Yeah, but North Ferriby are very much not going to roll over, are they? This is their last game at this level for what could be some considerable for time. Who knows? Yeah, they've got and a they, very young side. Yeah, um, they will not want to go out with a, a whimper. Will no, they? I mean if 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 you put yourself in the, in the shoes of, of North Ferriby's young team, um, uh, you know they've had they they pulled off some brilliant results from time to time this season. They went and won at Forest Green a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, uh, would we, were you? we were just distracted there because Richard is actually dunking a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> All those people who say that this is just three people sitting around a table with tea and biscuits, yeah. the sound you can hear in the background is actually Richard dunking a biscuit. I do apologise, David. I no, that's all right. Not at all. No, no, no. <laughs> that, 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 you know, if you were that, that, those North Ferriby lads getting on the coach on Friday uh, for one of their few overnight trips of the season, I'd be seriously up for this. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. Going down to Torquay, they're going to be playing in front of one of the biggest and noisiest crowds that they'll encounter all season. Um, uh, uh, I'm sure Playmore will be absolutely rocking on Saturday. Yeah, uh, I'd I'd want to play there if I was the uh, the, the the North Ferriby lads, and um, they're a young team. Quite a few of the older players. Uh, who were in the side that beat United up there back in August um, have have either gone or aren't aren't playing at the moment Um, no no and they have nothing to lose they can go out, get stuck in enjoy themselves uh, and United will have to beat them on Saturday they won't won't be lying down in front of of the goals I have no doubt about that not really what I wanted to hear David well, I, th- I think in a way that's probably better. Yeah. You know, I, 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 th- I think a team coming down just to spoil, yeah. you know, uh, uh, waste time, you know, pull all the old fast ones, and, I dr- and, and absolutely no- nothing personal against the Eastleys and the Chesters and one or two of those teams that have come down and almost appeared yeah. to have been yeah. wi- winding the clock down after about 20 minutes and all that kind of stuff. It does help if you score, of course, doesn't it? But. Um, uh, no, I, 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 if I had Forest Green, I would want to come down here and have a right go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. North Ferriby. North Ferriby. Yeah. I, did I say Forest Green? I think you're wrong. So I think it may be the but, second time I said that. So if you're managing Talker United at the moment, as of course you have done in the past, how do you get over the feeling that they there must be in the back of their minds that the job's done, they've just got to turn up, North Ferriby are already relegated, they're minus 48 on the goal difference. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And everybody's thinking, Torquay have just got to turn up and get the job done, but there's very much more to it than that. Torquay are 7-2 to two on, by the way, to Well, win. after weeks and weeks in which they've been 5-1 to one against, 7-1 to one against, and all sorts of prices yeah. at Lincoln and Dover, all of a sudden they're, they're, they're hot odds-on favourites, which is unusual for them. That's the first I, time this season. Though, absolutely. I really don't think uh, um, there's an ounce of that in the Good. United squad at the moment. I've talked to several of the players this week. I think... What they've been through the last few weeks, 
um, you know, getting a, a result at Wrexham, beating Solihull Moors away, um, then losing at home. I think it was to Chester, wasn't it, when no one expected them to. Yeah. Um, that dreadful defeat, not dreadful, but but agonising defeat at Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, uh, having last to, couple of minutes. Last yeah. couple of minutes after they'd played really well there. Uh, having to come home on Easter Monday, that was a six-pointer against Braintree, if yeah. ever. And then going to Dover last Saturday, knowing that defeat there would almost certainly relegate yeah. them. And to actually win there and play as well as they did, uh, I think they're well in the zone at the moment. Yeah. I don't think there's an ounce of, oh, we've only got to turn up to beat North Ferriby. They've got an axe to grind with them anyway. Uh, you know, Losing away to North Ferriby was one of the worst results in Torquay United's history. Yeah. Um, uh, um, even though they were probably a little bit unlucky on chances up there, the fact is they lost that match. Torquay losing to North Ferriby, yeah. it's like Farsley Celtic, isn't it? And all those other, you know... Awful. It's not there. Yeah. Even with yeah. all due respect to them, guys lose. Um, uh, and uh, no, I have no worries on that account. For me, the biggest plus of the last few weeks, and and uh, I, I do think it's mental and and psychological as much as anything. I, I think United have been playing, and it may sound a weird word to use, sort of scared football in the last few weeks. Yeah. They've had a huge amount to lose. There's been an enormous amount at stake. They've been playing teams that they ex- that have been expected to beat them. And they've been getting stuck in, playing bog-standard, safety-first, hardball conference football. Yeah. And lots That's of effort. Of, yeah. And the results have started coming. They have not been mucking about in, in any areas of the pitch. Uh, Lathaniel Roturner... Was one of the best performances I've ever seen him give at Dover um, last Saturday against Ricky Modest, who's one of the best yeah. right wingers in the league. He did not muck about. If the ball had to go, it went. Yeah. You know, actually, Kevin Nicholson must have looked at him and thought, "Hey, I used to do that." Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and and there is no turning on the edge of your own box, trying to play little clever little balls and get all that rid. kind of stuff get rid of the ball yeah. and get, play in their half of the pitch and get Rory Keating and whoever's up there to, to, to chase the damn thing and oh. of course they've had a man up front who has been putting the ball in the back of the net now we should talk a little bit more about the Dover game I wasn't brave enough to listen to the radio I have to say I went down to the Velo Park to watch the bike race and Ken Robertson will vouch for the fact that I was crouched over my phone as the uh, the scores came in. There was a lot of injury time again, wasn't there, at the end of the game? Uh, no, not too bad. Only four seemed minutes in felt, the end. It felt seemed, like felt yeah. like a lifetime. You see, I yeah. can feel like that guy when I'm listening to the radio sometimes. But actually, on Saturday, it didn't feel like that listening to the radio. Whether for the it was, fir- whether whether, whether yeah. the, they were playing. I mean, yes, the last 10, 15 minutes there were dodgy moments and, and, and you think oh but I never really felt like we were going to concede a second goal well that uh, I'm and I was very, there you're very, yeah. you're, you're very kind to say so because I was on the radio <laughs> and, 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 and I must say I I, I, well yeah times. normally you know what I'm like I'm wound up and, and every time any of the United players give the ball away I you know have a nervous breakdown and uh, but I'm glad it came over like that because United was so solid yeah you know I mean obviously there was a chance at the end when um, I think they flicked on a, a ball into the box and Ricky Miller just put it just over the bar. But, but United, United, 
when Sorry. you look at it on the video, it's not an easy chance. No, it it's isn't. not as if we've gifted him no, an no. opportunity in front of goal. No, he's absolutely. Had to, he's had yeah. to try and get his leg up to it. Yeah. And, you know, so. and I think as well, you know, the fact is United spent an awful lot of the last 10, 15 minutes in Dover's half. Mm. Dover yeah. couldn't get the ball up to the other end of the pitch as they wanted to. Um, again, here we go. Hard-nosed, yeah. You know, not mucking about. We don't care if we can hold it in the corner flag all day. If you, if you, if you want to, they'd gone and got their two goals. They'd conceded very shortly after scoring the second. Yeah. Uh, but from then on, all credit to them. I thought they defended and worked really hard. And 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 it's decision making. All these things that come down to decision making, don't they? Yeah. If you are in trouble, or you sense even that you might be in trouble, at this level of football, get, get it right. out. Yeah. Now on the podcast last week we were talking about player of the year nominees and I, I haven't listened to it back since but I seem to remember you said words to the effect of if Brett Williams goes and gets a couple at Dover you would take him out for a pint. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I, I remember this now. So if, if Brett is listening, Dave owes you I'll get him one on Saturday after <laughs> after after, uh, after North Ferriby if he does it again against. No, if we're hap- if we're up after Saturday, he doesn't even have to score, and I'll buy him a pint. Don't worry. <laughs> now he got a good. He, he, <laughs> he did that fantastic thing for the first goal, didn't he? Of getting across the fullback. Here we we've go. talked about endlessly yep. until we sound like Waldorf and Statler. To yeah. be honest, no, it was a, 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 a game. Here we go, old fashioned old-fashioned Jordan Lee went up the right-hand side didn't get to the byline was being closed down and he crossed it in front of the full of, of, of the defender that came to him didn't panic about trying to play anybody else in yeah. this is going in there and all credit to Brett Williams the old strikers instinct came in I've got to get across my man here yeah. little cross it wasn't the cross of a lifetime it was just a little diagonal cross into the box and he buried that header. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, and Mitch Walker in gold stood with his feet. It looked round as it went past him. He'd never had any chance of getting no. on the end of it. Um, a then, classic, classic goal. A, yeah, a absolutely cracking goal. Yeah. North striker's goal. Yeah. Get across your defender. Um, and then the finish for the second one. Uh, I was, it, was a, it, was, it was one of the best goals I think United have scored all season. Sean McGinty <clears throat> absolutely stuffed Miller deep in his own half. He, he, Miller looked like he was going to go past McGinty. It was one of those, oh my goodness, if he gets past him here, we're in trouble. McGinty stopped him, got hold, robbed him of the ball, looked up, fed Young in midfield. Dover have sent a few people forward to support the attack. Cook had him on the counter. I should think Luke Young must have run 30 or 40 yards with it. Yeah. Waited for Williams to make the little run across their box, slid the ball into his path. He didn't even take a touch. He roofed it from, from, from the edge of the area. Tremendous finish, but what a good move from one end to the yeah. other, um, uh, and quality at every turn. And do you think, uh, and, um, do you you think know, there's there's an element of this of players playing with a confidence that they didn't have earlier in the season? We talked before about the, the players freezing, certainly at home. You know, it, it may be freezing in front of their home crowd, but there seems to be in you know as recently as the last two or three games, there seems to be more confidence on the ball now. Yeah, I think there is. I, I'm. <laughs> I'm not actually bothered about the. Not that it's my job to be, but but you know the confidence on the ball. You just want people to do the right things at the right time. But and and we, la- allow your quality players yeah. to be confident on the ball. Allow Luke mm. Young to be good on the ball. Brett allow Williams, Brett yeah, Williams yeah. to be good. Allow Dan Spark, whether he plays or not on Saturday, to be good on the ball. Those are the players you want to be confident on the ball. With all due respect to some of the other lads, you know. 
uh, uh, just do your jobs properly. You know, yeah. you end up they end up getting just as big a pats on the back of it, on the back of it. You know, on Saturday there were loads of, of real heroes in the United United team, players who aren't the normal kind of classy acts. They're not the Luke Youngs. Not that Luke Young was immense on Saturday, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The, 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 the lads who just do their jobs properly. And we can all think back over the years. You, you, the, the greatest player who's ever pulled on a talk United shirt, as far as you're concerned, is Matt Hockley. Oh. Did Matt Hockley do lots of turns on the middle of the pitch and never. play little one twos and stuff <laughs> ne- like that? Never a step over from Hockers. Exactly. No. Yeah. But did he get the job done? Yes. Answer: he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what it's about. But if Luke Young wants to have an extra touch before he pings it 40 yards on a reverse ball, he can do it. He can but, do that. But, yeah. uh, but but not everybody else in the team. And um, it's just that coming together of combination of good decision making, not mucking about, playing in the right areas, you know, the sort of stuff which I imagine supporters and managers and players talk about every single week all over the country and saying it's one thing and doing it's another. This is this is a good feeling though, isn't it? And we're not Obviously, we're not under the illusion that Tokyo are on the verge of winning the Champions League. We are no. on the verge of saving ourselves from relegation from the National League after a wretched season. Absolutely. But there is a much better feeling about it. I think the, other, the, the, the one thing that is worth bearing in mind, or, or one thing that is worth bearing in mind, is that United have struggled at home yeah. in, 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 in quite a few games recently, and including for half an hour, the Braintree game, when yeah. they won 3-1, they weren't great in the first half hour. Um, and we must expect, if things don't go swimmingly in the first 20 minutes against North Ferriby on Saturday, for it all to get pretty tight and tense. What we now, need is for the referee to disallow a goal after about 20 minutes. <laughs> Just to wind everybody then up. Then we'll be yeah. all right. Um, oh, I haven't checked who, who our referee is yet. I must do that this afternoon. Um, so, uh, you know, and United will have to then show that they have you know, got to grips with this business because we've all seen them yeah. crack up big time, haven't we? From time, you know, on occasions this season, uh, with a big crowd behind them, maybe people will get a little bit frustrated. Well, never mind. You keep doing what you're doing, yeah. and and uh, uh, I think one of the biggest pluses for me is Rory Keating is going to be fit. Just going to um, come on to that. That's that's the. I know it's Thursday now. We're a long way from match day. Well, we're not, but because it's in the morning. It so. is, but that's good news, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Not, you know, mainly because he just gives United that physical energy, that work rate, the ability to cover the ground. Uh, um, he's, as we all know, he's better in the air than a lot yeah. of people think. And he's got uh, a goal um, in him, and, hasn't he? Yes, exactly. And he, it gives them that vibrancy. And and I, Williams. You know who who is a, a different type of striker. It's all about combinations, isn't it? And yeah. and and foils, as they say. And uh, um, I'm not saying that Williams's four goals in two games, you know, is all down to Rory Keating. But you know, Keating does Strikers occupy. Do yeah, they work in pairs, though, quite. Don't they? And yeah. And, yeah. and I'm sure if they've done their homework, that Steve Howsham, the, the North Ferry manager, doesn't want Rory Keating playing against him on Saturday. And the answer is he almost certainly he will, be. will be, and he'll have to tell say to his two centre backs, "Oi, this guy's going to be coming at you all afternoon. Uh, you're going to hurt as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to put your head in and risk getting hurt here. Yeah. Just the sort of things that a centre half probably goes. Oh, it's going to be one of those afternoons, <laughs> is it? Yeah. 
And what news of Dan Sparks? Because he's our other uh, worry. Well, isn't he? he was. Uh, um, he he's been he's been taking part in the warm ups for ever. Seems yeah. to be sort of you know ever ever since the general election was declared. <laughs> um, uh, and he he uh, he's he was very close at Lincoln. Uh, he warmed up again, I think, before the Braintree match, before etc. He was on the bench at Dover and wasn't used. Yeah. Um, uh, we pressed Kevin Nicholson at his press conference today about Dan Sparks, very non-committal as usual. Uh, of course, Jamie Reid is having to play out on the left-hand side at the moment. Looks like a bit like a fish out of water, but all credit to Reid, he's working very hard at it yeah. to try and make a fist of that job. Uh, he has no confidence in his left foot at all. Uh, which you can, which we saw last Saturday. You, you feel like sort of shouting to him, Jamie, just just have a go with it and see what happens. You know, <laughs> but um, what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong, especially when you've got the fullback going running back towards his own byline. The worst that's going to happen is is it going to be a goal kick? Yeah. Um, um, but no, most of the time he's obviously wanting to check back on his right foot. Uh, um, I'm sure that Dan Sparks will at least be on the subs bench on yeah. Saturday. Um, uh, w- whether Kevin decides to. Uh, to risk him, uh, I'm not sure it's an it's a complete risk. I think it's just a matter of how fit is he. Yeah. I, I think the groin is his groin is okay. Uh, he he was crossing the ball in the warm up at Dover last Saturday. It's just a question of if you had to rely on him to deliver not just one cross but say six, seven, eight over a period of time. Yeah. Would the groin go again? Not quite sure. I, I, mm. Only Gareth Law. Kevin Nicholson and Dan Sparks yeah. knows that the answer, when, and, and they aren't and they aren't telling anybody. With it being the last game, are you more likely to risk that than beforehand? Of course, yeah, of course. There's a summer ahead, isn't there? Yeah. And 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 um, I think it's just it's a big call for Kevin Nicholson. If 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 he thinks he's fit enough, does he start with him and say give it everything you've got for as long as you have, or does he hold him back yeah. against a part-time opposition? And if we need something over the last 20 minutes, half an hour. He's get, your man, isn't he? Get out there and do it. I, yeah. think that, I think that's what I'd do, um, okay. if, it, if it was down to me. Um, question that's cropped up a couple of times on social media this morning. Um, the Babacom end. Will North Therabee use the Babacom end, or will it be open for home fans? Open for home fans. Crowd, it will be open Definitely for home fans. Definitely open for home fans, North, uh, North Therabee supporters, who quite a few, way back in August... By the way, they're, they're, you will never bump into a nicer bunch of people than the North Therabee fans. They're great. Um, the staff there were wonderful as well, um, and I know that several of them said and this was last August. Oh, we're down there. We're down there on the last day of the season. We're coming down to make a weekend yeah. of it. So, uh, good luck to all the North Ferriby supporters who who do come and make. Of course, it's a bank holiday weekend as yeah. well, isn't it? And, it's and, um, and, um, it's near Cleethorpes, isn't it? It's Grimsby Way, isn't Wait, it? No, no, no. It's yeah, it's, no, it's no, on it's the Hull. north side of the Humber. It's it's Hull next stop. Oh, Hull. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Yes, of course it is. It's next. Yeah. It's, it's it's quite a nice little leafy village uh, yeah. uh, on the road on the run into Hull. Um, and what a wonderful sort of time they've had. You know, winning. FA Trophy was it at Wembley a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and and yeah, they've had it, they've yeah. had plenty of sort of um, interesting financial problems there. They're, they're owned by a branch of the Alam family, which of course own Hull City, oh, uh, yeah. and quite a bit of money went in there to get them to this point. Um, and of course, uh, um, uh, yeah. But th- in answer to your question, no. United fans in the away end, if they want to, yeah. Uh, and North Ferriby fans will be in the in Bristow's bench. Um, I think it's worth remembering as well, North Ferriby is not very far from York City. 
and funnily enough, neither is Geisley. So, um, you know, uh, North Ferriby, uh, you know, they're all bound up with this together, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's an intriguing uh, uh, situation with York playing Forest Green, Geisley at home to Solihull Moors and North Ferriby down here. Uh, their fortunes are very much yeah. bound up with what happens on those three grounds. Strange times. Now, and the Player of the Year uh, presentation, we've just put a piece up on the website there. That will happen after the game. Yes, I, I don't think anybody will be staggeringly shocked by that news. It's always nice to have it on, on the pitch before kick-off, but... But not uh, in these circumstances. But not in these circumstances. It's, it's been a dead rubber, so I to speak. I remember after... Work, was it... Neil Warnock was manager when we stayed up uh, at Carlisle. Uh, we were home to Gillingham in the last match, and technically speaking, I think, or well, were we safe then? I can't quite sure. No, we were safe when we beat Carlisle. When we beat Carlisle, yeah, and, and, and 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 I remember the presentations then were made after the kickoff. Because yeah. I remember Darren Moore, I think, uh, getting an award in in the old grandstand. Right. Uh, so this is not entirely new territory. Um, I think it's the right decision, really, well, for, for for Kevin Nicholson's point of view and the players. Do they really want to? All stand around while uh, somebody gets on a microphone, and, and it's a huge thing—the Player of the Year thing—and the, the, they all try their hearts out for it. And we all remember how how overjoyed Nathan Smith was, was to, yeah, to, to, was to, get, happy, it, to get it last year. Um, um, there are sort of separate awards, as the club club Player of the Year awards, and the new official supporters club are, are, are doing a range of their own awards, and they'll all be happening yeah. off the pitch after the match. But the actual Player of the Year one, I think, if everything goes okay and United are safe at Three o'clock or whatever time the final whistle goes, no, two o'clock or something. Two o'clock. Um, uh, um, I'm sure it was yeah. the, 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 the main award will be handed out on the pitch and maybe others elsewhere. But uh, the fan, no, the no, no presentations yeah. beforehand. The fans always stick around after the last game of the season, don't they? Especially if there's something worth sticking yeah. around for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So that will happen. And then. of course, it's a day when. <laughs> did it? <laughs> I think it's all mobiles and um, uh, the interweb now, isn't it? But uh, it used to be radios, transistor didn't it? Radio. Transistor radios to hear what was going on <laughs> elsewhere. But uh, I think people will know very, very quickly. We asked Kevin Nicholson. Through Twitter, I mean, you, you know instantly, don't yes. you? Yeah. I mean, he, he did say last week, before last week's game at Dover, that he was going to make sure that uh, um, that he knew exactly what was going on elsewhere yeah. should he need to sort of try and do something I to change the events it's at Dover. I think it's harder now to actually not know, isn't well, it? Exactly. Yeah. And we were saying, this week, Kevin, it doesn't matter whether anybody's yeah. here to tell you or not, you'll know. <laughs> we'll all know and the crowd will know very, very quickly what's going on elsewhere. And we'll be live, of course, we'll be live blogging the game. We'll, we'll go Facebook live immediately afterwards as well with a little bit of uh, ill-informed punditry, which is yeah. my speciality. Uh, but you know, I might even video the uh, player of the year for you, if you want to see that. Yeah, and it's Scarf Day on Saturday Is as it? well. Ooh. Football games aren't they all scarfed? I, I, I thought that was a bit I of a weird one, a but you know, they're take, take an extra. Well, I, thought, I understand the logic behind having a special name for a day, but scarf day. I, I thought it should be Paul Bastard Day because he has <laughs> the finest Talker United scarf of anybody. He does, he? yeah. And but, uh, uh, it is, it he, is. Scarf he'll be day. there again uh, after another. Near 300 mile trip from you, South Manchester. You did a piece in the paper this week inside, didn't you, about uh, certain hardcore fans that have gone to every away game, etc. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 
you know, obviously I've, I've been with them for, for, for most of the winter. Uh, and, um, uh, the, Do you the, live together somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, felt, the, it's it's like the young ones. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, when you're sitting together in the car park at Barrow, it feels like you know them very well indeed. Um, uh, I, I think it's just that, that I wanted to sort of highlight. Uh, sometimes, you know, supporters, you know, the, the, the real, real, real diehards, they kind of get a... I think some people see them as sort of, you know, club right or wrong, never questioning anything, you know, uh, uh, love everybody in the club no matter what. They're, you know, these are the great, the best fans of the club in lots of ways. I know that that, 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 that dis- adjective describes lots of things, and, and, and United fans are, are you know, uh, terrific in many different ways. But these are people who, who, who turn up when yeah. no one else turns up. But they question everything. And the point that I was trying to make in the paper was that I've seen them angry beyond the point of frustration and taking it out on people, yeah. uh, you know, having a go at players, having a go at almost everybody, uh, um, questioning the new regime, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, very uh, um, frustrated. Uh, I've seen them spend hours coming home from away games without saying a word because they're so <laughs> yeah. uh, disappointed and frustrated um, uh, and you know yet they turn up the following yeah. week you know with the same grit in their teeth and 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 off we go again and uh, I think they're just brilliant and um, you know they're they're, they're just like all the United yeah. fans they, 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 they care for the club deeply and they want the best for it um, and uh, you know, as as do we all. So we're looking ahead to Saturday. It is not a foregone conclusion. Torquay need to get turn in a good performance on Saturday, and they need a good crowd there to help them. Do I, th- it. I, th- I think there'll be. Uh, I'd be surprised if there isn't three thousand there. There may I even. There yeah. I think yeah. there might even be a few more than that. That there was a good crowd against Braintree on Easter Monday, was there not? But that was. Uh, whether that benefited from pulling in one or two local footballers who weren't playing that afternoon, I don't know, um, or might not have been, or were they, were they Rich? No, you would no, know no, more. No, no, they weren't actually. You're right. Yeah. There so wasn't, there wasn't many games. Was no. So games that might have helped a little bit. Saturday. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's a bank holiday weekend. People aren't working Monday. It's a good way to kick off, kick off the weekend, and we're all everything crossed and hands Absolutely. together that um, we, we've all got grins on our faces at uh, halfway through the afternoon. Yeah. You'll be delighted to know, of course, that the Devon Live Herald Express Yellow Army podcast will continue after the season because there'll be retained lists to talk about or squads to talk about. And all sorts of things to talk about. We've got, you know, the new regime, uh, Gaming International, which, uh, uh, you know, continues to uh, divide opinion. Um, Indeed uh, uh, it does. Uh, and as, as we know only too well <laughs> here on the Herald Express. Um uh, you know, we'll have some big, big decisions to make and some big statements to come out with, and everybody will be watching them like a hawk yep. uh, to see whether actions match words, etc., etc., etc. And um, you I th- know, I think, quite right too. You know, that some some flack has been thrown towards us about oh, we're not covering in a certain way, but we, we are a newspaper, and I think you said well, earlier on, guy, it's. it's we can't publish stuff. No, I mean it's it's Certain not stuff that gets published not, elsewhere. No, it, in in some areas of social media, it's a bit like the Wild West. It's unregulated. We are not unregulated, so we there there are certain things that we have to do. Mm. Um, 
so it's up to people to make their own minds up. We'll put the facts out there, and people can make yeah, their own you, minds you up. Yeah, you know, our it. business is 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 to as to the best of our ability, and hopefully we've been doing it for a few years now, is to quote people, report what they say, report what they do, to the best of our ability. Uh, uh, pull them up every now and again. It's interesting with a bit of flat we got this week. Everybody seems to forget that a week ago we were banging on the table for GI to come out and, and commit the club to a full-time future, um, uh, which I know they weren't all that uh, uh, <laughs> pleased about uh, being told what to do. But uh, there you go. It goes with the territory, doesn't it? Does. it? So we'll see you at Plainmore on Saturday. Come up and say hello. Don't forget it's a 12.15 kickoff. Speaking of somebody who uh, who missed one completely on a bank I've holiday got a once, missed one on a bank holiday. Yeah, as well. I, I didn't turned realize, up as everyone was leaving. I didn't realise Torquay were playing until Jeff Stelling announced a goal on Sky <laughs> Sports News. I did get there in time for half time, but we'll see you there twelve fifteen. We'll be back on the podcast next week, and as ever, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.